Thanks for tuning in to the No Mercy TV podcast. All donations are greatly appreciated. Whatever you can spare, whether it's $1, $2, whatever you can to help this platform get to a better place. Thanks for tuning in. And on our 8 a.m. in the morning. No Mercy, Trap New York shit, NoMercyTV.com, No Mercy TV podcast. We are here with who I think is currently one of the best guys coming up, who should be on a lot of people, uh, a lot of y'all radars. If he isn't, be prepared because he's going to be soon. We have Real Seek. Sick. Sick. What's good, bro? Appreciate you coming through, man. Yeah, let me clear that up real quick. So a lot of people say Seek. Because in London, like, the English, like, colonized India for, like, 100 years, right? So okay. they said Sikh, but it's oh. pronounced Sikh. Like, okay. in, in Punjabi, which is my language, mm-hmm. Sikh means, like, disciple. Like, okay. to learn. You know what I mean? So, real so. disciple is pretty much what it is. Okay. <laughs> real Sikh. Okay. You know I mean? Yeah. Okay. So, um, let's start with that, man. How, how, how was growing up for you as far as you coming from just a background like that? Uh, just in life. Like, shit, so I was born in 94, so 9-11 happened when I was like six, Okay. and there was a lot of stereotyping and racism and shit after that, Mm -hmm. so I used to get into a lot of fights as a kid, just like wearing a turban and being, you know what I mean? People would say shit, and I wouldn't just take it, you know what I mean? Yeah, okay. So racism became like a trigger for me, you know what I mean? Like real authentic racism. If somebody said some shit, I I got in fights all the time. Okay, okay. Like, probably eighth grade, because mm-hmm. then uh, I was already rapping by then. Okay. Uh, and and everybody, I was, like, showing people my raps by eighth grade. So, okay. like, it was it was good by then. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. an introvert anymore, you know what I mean? Okay, but, okay. But, yeah, the first, like, eight years of school, I was getting in a lot of fights, God, you know what I mean? Damn. Okay. And shit like that. That's why I related um, to hip-hop, bro. <laughs> where, 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 you, where you from? Where you grew up in? Uh, Jersey. Jersey, okay. Yeah, Brunswick. Okay, okay. Yeah. And how, how was school life out there? Like, it, it was like... Because I, I know, like, when you mentioned, um, you know, getting into fights and stuff like yeah. that, like, I, I went to school out here in the city. Mm-hmm. And during the times that I was in high school, you know, I was in high school from 02 to 06. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, and, and when, I, when, I, when I think back, I always think music-wise, you know, that was like... The G unit, the mixtapes, dipset, locks, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And um that time was just crazy out here. You yeah. know, as far as like fights, it was, you know, certain little gang stuff going on. Yeah. Like, you know, all that different stuff. So was it the same out there in Jersey? Well, oh two to oh six, I was that was second grade to sixth grade for me. Yeah. So I graduated in two thousand twelve from high school. So whatever year it was, that's what grade I was in. So oh two to oh six second to sixth grade, I didn't really have a grasp on, like, what was going on. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I just got introduced to hip-hop um, 
through like I obviously I'd hear it everywhere. But then okay. like <clears throat> Mile came out, there was like a lot of shit like that. Yeah. And then I yeah. got introduced to like so my culture is very musically oriented. Okay. Right? So okay. like the way that black culture gets treated in America yeah. is how Punjabi culture gets treated in India. Like, okay. Our music is played everywhere. You know what I mean? So y'all look, look at as y'all look at as minorities out there. Yeah, we're two percent of the population. Okay. You know what I mean? So, okay. but then if you go to like our villages, it's like there's drugs and fucking crime and all that shit. So okay. it's the same. It's almost the same thing. How like people will love hip hop, put it in all their movies and shit, but then do nothing towards the culture. You know what I mean? Okay. But um, so the music was good, but I didn't really relate to it until I heard. Hip hop, so like Eight Mile was a big part of that because I was eight years old when that came out. Okay. So just the way it opened up with like shook ones, you know what I mean? And hearing Prodigy say, "What do you say? Punch you in your face." That yeah. Was what you yeah. Doing. Just <laughs> shit like that. Like. Okay. It was okay. very visual, and it was like, and like I said, I was like, all I always felt like I was fighting back. Yeah. And then so seeing shit like that, and then just hearing hip hop, it was very like fighting back or like standing up for yourself kind of thing. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So eight year old me related to it since then. Okay. But, um, okay. What was the question my bad? Yeah, I, I, I asked like, you um pretty much like how there. was yeah. how was going um the school and everything out there. Yeah, the school was like I said, that for me, I was very like to myself Okay. But, uh, around that time. I probably had two or three friends. You know what I mean? Okay. Like okay. I was cool with people but I was getting into a lot of People would say shit, and I, I, I would, you know what I mean, pop off. <laughs> okay. Because so like, I'm, I'm, the, the reason I ask that is because, you know, I, I'm trying to imagine because I know when I was going to school, mm-hmm. we kind of had that same mentality towards y'all out here. Like, and, and it's not to, you know, try to, you know, make fun of anything, but I'm saying, like, yeah. we, um, <clears throat> there was a separatism or, or something like that going on where it was like, yeah. all right, you had the, the, um, the Middle Eastern kids that sat at this table. Mm-hmm. You had the Spanish kids over here. You had the gangsters in this table. Yeah. You had the nerds at this table. Yeah. And I specifically remember, like you know, after nine eleven, the heat on y'all kind of yeah but turned up crazy. See, that's the thing. It was just whoever fit that description. So like Osama was like the poster boy for mm-hmm. terrorism, right? Yeah. So whoever fit that description, description that turned in the bed, because yeah. like. The turban over there in the Middle East and shit, it's yeah. like Tim's in New York. You know what I mean? It's a re- yeah. it's a regional thing. Nobody wears it for any other purpose. Yeah. But like outside of there, when you're in multicultural societies like Canada, America, Australia, whatever, mm-hmm. nine times out of ten when you see somebody with a turban on, they're sick. And I'm only saying nine times out of ten because like Nick Cannon wearing a turban around here. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, but but um, yeah. So like the turban's like part of Sikhism. It's part of the faith, you okay, know what I mean? but nobody cared. It was anybody that fit that description. You know yeah, what I mean? people would try to fuck with you, but yeah, it was like for the most part after like after I'd pop off, people would stop. But then people would always yeah, it's always the new was, guys. You gotta see, let them I, know. Like I was also very sensitive back then, okay. so people people could have been like joke like now like. A joke is a joke. I don't yeah. get offended over that. Yeah. But, like, I would take that shit too far, too. You okay. Know what I mean? It just okay. took maturing for me to, like, 
no, like I like calm down a little. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I just I just felt like that because that feeling that that you're saying all all eyes were on whoever fit that description, Middle Eastern, Indian, whatever. Yeah. Didn't matter. At least for me, we felt like attacked. You know what I mean? Okay. So like because of that, people would respond in different ways. Like like if I'd go to my temple, like most of the kids would be like, so or some of them would be like, yeah, I, I have to like tell the teacher and shit like that. But then you know after some of the teachers had that stereotype too. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> yeah. like you'd go to the teacher if you ever did and and, and say something and they wouldn't do nothing. Okay. So then you kind of kind of like you gotta take things into your own yeah, hands, pretty bro. much. But okay, a, a lot of, and it's not like I had no friends. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I had friends. Uh, I didn't really have a tight circle. Like the tight circle was like two or three kids. Okay. But like I had friends, but there was still shit. That would be said, and then I would just pop off from there. Okay. You know I mean? Okay. But that's that's how, like second to sixth grade at least. You know what I mean? Was okay. Like, okay. So, um, did you have what was going to temp temple is what you call it, right? Yeah. Did you, was that a requirement for you growing up? It's not a requirement, but my parents are very, like, they're more religious than I am. Okay. But, but it's like, um. So so our temple's called the Gurdwara, right? Which okay. is like the house of God, basically. That's okay. what it translates to. Okay. But um roughly. But we would go there just cause so like mu like I said, music is part of the culture. So like our scripture is written in music. You're not supposed to just read it. There's like music playing and then you're like people are like singing it, you know what I mean? Like okay. singing the prayers. So like I learned instruments and shit when I was over there. Like and then our culture is very, it's a very, like, it's like a warrior culture. Like, okay. the same thing that I was talking about, having to fight back, uh, my, my whole culture has had to do that. Yeah. Because, like, yeah. around the time, my my culture, Sikhism is very new. It's It was, like, 1400s. You know okay, I mean? yeah, yeah, that's That's, that's, that's new, new compared to other religions. So, yeah. around that time, there was, like, uh, there was, like, Islamic, um, like, leaders and shit that would, like, try to convert people. And, okay. Uh, or whatever, and uh, yeah, so we had to like fight back against that. We like we militarized after like a hundred years of just getting killed. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> then we was like, all right, we got to fight back. Yeah. So like yeah. being a warrior, like a Sikh is taught that like as a Sikh you're always supposed to be armed. You know what I mean? We want peace or whatever, but we know the world ain't like that. You know okay. I mean? So it's definitely That's just from, reality, man. Yeah, like, that's you, you you wanna be as peaceful as possible. We don't wanna have to tote guns and knives and stuff like that, that, but at the yeah. same time, you know what world you're living in. Right. So you gotta protect yourself. Exactly. So. That that's where it uh it separates from like other faiths. Like turn the other cheek is not a thing that we're taught. You know what I mean? I'm just clearing that up because people try to put all religious people in the same box. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? like it's just not, because you're religious, you have to follow a certain. That. Yeah, yeah, and and religion is interpretation. There's a lot of shit said in religion that people could take in different ways. You yeah, know what I mean? so like, yeah, like you got to figure out what it means to you versus how anybody else follows it. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I'm, I'm I'm the person that you know some people. Some people think you could be a stripper on Saturday and then be in church on Sunday. Me, <laughs> right. no, I, I'm not. I, I don't respect that. Yeah, you know, yeah. um, they they say you know when you go to I guess, uh, what is it? Confessions. You confess all your yeah, sins yeah. or whatever. But then the next day you go right back to sinning. Like to me, yeah. that's just 
I, I don't agree with that way of following religion. So, right, right, you know, right. um, that leads me to my next question. Um, in your religion, mm-hmm. uh, how is battle rap accepted? Like, is this something, you know, there's certain religions that are against, I don't want to say just the culture, but as far as like the things said in it and the mm-hmm. message as far as like all the violence and the guns and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, does Sikhism, by, by following it and doing battle rap, mm-hmm. are you going against it or do they no, not really? because like I said, Sikhism is like a warrior culture. Okay. It's a warrior religion. You know what I mean? Like the the illest warriors of India were like regarded as those. Like okay. So being a warrior, that's what battle rap is. You yeah. Know what I mean, and then yeah, definitely. And it's definitely if I'm in the ring and somebody's attacking me, I'm fighting back. You know what okay. I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. It's not me going against anything. Like it's not uh, viewed as something that we're not supposed to do. Because like I said, it's it's also an art. You know what I mean? And and um. We're very into that kind of stuff. We're very creative, like our culture, whether it's art, music, whatever. Okay. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it, it's not, especially when, like, another sick sees me battle rapping, it's always positive shit. Like, yo, keep killing. You know what okay. I mean? But, okay. Yeah. Um, are there any other sicks in battle rap that you know of? Nah. There's other sick rappers. Shout out to my boy Noise. Uh, B Magic, they're from Canada, not Battle Rapper B Magic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a dude named Humble the Poet. He was just on the Breakfast Club. Okay. And shit. There's other rappers that are sick, but Battle Rap's different just in general. You know okay. What I mean? So, yeah, I don't really. There's no other sick battle. I'm definitely the first sick to touch URL though. <laughs> you know what I mean? That so that that's so. that's a, that it's historic as far as your culture in itself. So yeah. um, let's start here. Uh, how did you first get into Battle Rap? So, when I started rapping, um, I knew that I got into hip-hop like 20 years, 30 years after it's already been in, you know what I mean? Okay. So, I felt like I can't, I can't, you can't walk through a hood without checking in with the OGs first, right? It's yeah. the same shit with hip-hop. I was like, yo, I can't call myself a MC or a rapper unless I know the ones that came before me. Okay. So, I listened to... Uh, LL and Big L and Big Pun, uh, Rakim, Cool G Rap, all of them, right? And uh, I was watching a lot of like hip hop documentaries and shit too. And I got introduced to the idea of an MC versus a rapper, right? Okay. Like you got different kinds of rappers. You got lyricists, storytellers, fast rappers, slow, whatever. An MC should be able to do all of that. Okay. that so that included battling. Freestyling, performing, you got to know how to do everything. Yeah, right? they call it master ceremony. Right, right. So, so, so I like that concept, being able to master everything. Yeah. So, my first battle ever was in high school. Right. Okay. I always wanted to battle, but like, my there was a lot of rappers in my high school. Okay. So when I was in ninth grade, um, anybody famous or that we would know of? Uh, there's a dude named Mello who's doing really good. He's like a local. Rapper in New Brunswick. Okay. He's he's dope as hell. So shout out to him. But um, other than that, nah, no, I I don't think anybody stuck with it except uh, me and, and my homie Mass. Shout out to him. Okay. Um, I always wind up people and tell them I went to school with Charles Hamilton. 
That's that's yeah, dope. yeah. <laughs> like actually seeing him battle in the lunchroom yeah, yeah, type yeah. shit. So so the first time I got in a battle, I didn't know what was going on because like so I was kind of everybody in my grade knew that I rapped by then, right? Okay. But ninth grade, you're going into a whole new school. The juniors, seniors, and Fresh, all the uh, sophomores, sophomores they didn't know. They didn't know. Okay. So so I was like slowly starting to get known in school as, as the the Indian rapper, right? Like yo, that kid is crazy. So. Um, so, so, like, there was this one time we had a delayed opening, and everybody was in the gym, right, and then, uh, like, people were like, yo, he raps, or something like that, and then, it was always, it was never, alright, let's hear something, mm -hmm. it was always, yeah, right, you know what I mean, that was always <laughs> the reaction I got, cause, like, you've seen examples of other races in hip-hop, even if a white kid was like, yo, I rap, people would be like, alright, let's see what he got. Yeah. Because you got M, you know what I mean, shit like that. Yeah. Uh, Hispanic rappers, you got pun, it didn't matter. Mm -hmm. But every time I said it, people were like, yeah, right. So, I like killed that shit. It okay. was like the first time I got reaction, like that much reaction. So, okay. my first battle, people would always just ask me to rap and I was just, I was writing verses all the time. So, I started rapping. These three kids, they were rappers too. And they came up to me and they were like, yo, let me hear something. This morning, like right before homeroom, whatever. Okay. And I rapped my little verse, right? I used to just write 16s. And then the other three start rapping, but they start like dissing me while they're doing it, right? Wow. So like this one kid, he starts rapping his verse, but he's like directing the shit at me. <laughs> so like the people, people start gathering around and then like the, another kid goes and then he he's directing the shit at me and I'm like... None of my shit was written like like that, like just punchlines. I, I was more so just rhyming a lot, right? Okay. So then after that, I was like, shit, like, fuck this. <laughs> I had no response. I couldn't freestyle yet, right? So I went home. I wrote like a 10-minute verse, you oh, know what I mean? But man. like punchlines, you know what I mean? That was my first time writing like punchlines like that. And then like I went to, like I found them at lunch. Like later that week, and I just they weren't really rapper rappers. They had like one verse that they knew that was good. Yeah, you yeah. You know what I mean? So then I go there and like I, I started rapping, but directing this shit at them. Mm -hmm. Like later in the week, and then like we became cool after that. Okay. You know what I mean, but uh, that was technically my first battle. But what was the reaction but, like when you when you were doing that? Like did people start crowding around? Oh yeah, yeah. When you yeah, get yeah, like the oohs yeah, and ahs? Yeah, and cause like when it happened to me, that's what happened. People was crowding around like, oh shit, he's getting killed. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm getting like jumped, like rapping wise, like yeah, yo, yeah. how am I supposed to? So so then, uh, cause I wasn't gonna rap one of my <laughs> written shit and be like, cause my written shit was talking about just whatever I could figure out to rap. I wasn't, I was good, especially for my age, but I wasn't like crazy. Okay. But the punchline shit, that's what got me into that, like having a lot of punches. And yeah, when I was rapping the shit at them first. There's a shock factor immediately. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That, like, I'm trying to get away from that now, but, like, you got to be aware of it. There's a shock factor on top of the fact I'm actually nice. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, yeah. People was like, yo, he's killing y'all. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And then after that, by the time I was, like, a junior, me and, and uh, my homies that rapped, we were, like, known as, like, the best rappers in the school. Like, okay. they knew me for that. So, like, if there was a freshman kid, that so that kid I was talking about, Melo, like, when he came in school, they would always direct him to us. You know okay, what I mean? Like, okay. Like, yo, this kid, he's a new rapper. And then we'd listen and we'd be like, all right, he's dope. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? Okay. So y'all was like, was like the, the head honchos as far as rap goes. Kind of. I, I don't want to, it sounds like a movie. It's not, <laughs> it's not like that. It's not like everybody knew. It was yeah. just like, 
people who knew us knew that that's what we did. You know okay. what I mean? We did talent shows there too. That's oh, why they okay. knew. Okay. So like, I got uh, so just rapping and getting reaction was getting very like I liked that a lot. You know what okay. I'm saying? Like, cause like I had this one rhyme where I went on and I like rhymed with super califragilistic right? I rhymed, I rhymed that shit. Crowd went crazy, right? Okay. So like, okay. and it was over uh, that J.R. Ryder beat. It's called Get 'Em or something. Get 'Em, yeah, Get 'Em. Yeah. It was over that shit, and we did like a talent show. Probably the only people to rap over a J.R. Ryder beat, bro. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, it was it was dope, and then um, so then battling for real, like were you were you stuff. um. Before we go to that, were you uh watching battle rap at this time? Yeah, yeah. I like, was, was you into like the DVDs and like, all that? Like, like remember when I said I was like doing my history or whatever? Yeah, yeah. My my boy had the smack DVDs. Oh, so okay. We were watching that too. I think the first one I saw was probably Mook and J Mills. Okay. So that okay. was that was what two thousand three. Yeah. Right? So yeah. I, yeah, I was in like third grade, fourth grade when I saw that. Okay. Yeah, that was and like oh two oh three. I remember Jen verse verse. Yeah, that was another one that I saw a lot. Okay, so that that okay. I would watch a lot. Um, so yeah, Jin and Mook were like the first ones that I saw. So like I I had like I didn't know about like WRCs and shit. Right? Yeah, yeah. So like I I just knew that, and I remember by like '06 or '07, I thought Solomon was like the craziest one, but okay. I always felt like there was two people that beat him, and that was Math and Thesaurus. Okay. I always felt like they beat him. So, like, around 08, it had been, like, a year or two since I had seen a battle. And I just typed in math, and I saw, like, him versus Nems and shit like that. And then I typed in Thesaurus, and I saw, like, him and Diz. Or... So I got introduced to Grind Time, and then URL came back, like, a year later. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, yeah, So, yeah, I was, I, I've been watching Battle Rap forever. You okay, know what I mean? okay. Um, but, yeah, so then when I actually decided to get on camera and, and battle... I was I was like nineteen or twenty years old and U Dub was doing like a tournament. Okay. It was like tag somebody and one of my boys tagged me and I was like, you know what, fuck it, let me do it. Let's yeah. see what happens. And then I ended up winning the tournament. Okay. Um Who 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 did you battle in that uh, tournament? Uh so there was sixteen rappers. Okay. So this is the ill story. Shout out to Authentic. Uh me and him battled in the first round, which was just one rounders. And we both did so good they didn't eliminate either one of us. And we ended up killing everybody else and then having a rematch in a three-rounder. I was there for y'all rematch. Oh, you was? I think so. That was in LaRue Lounge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because right um, yeah. L. Wisdom, he had me come out to judge, matter of fact. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, I was there yeah. for that one. Yeah. I was there. But, yeah, matter That's of fact, they... my brother. I did the thing with my brother. Like yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, and they did say that that was a rematch. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that's what happened. We like started out at round one and they kept us both in, I guess, because okay. they saw potential. Yeah. And then we just battled everybody else, eliminated everybody wow. else, and we ended up battling each other again. Okay. So, uh, yeah, so I ended up winning and then U-Dub was like, for that year, I was battling constantly or consistently. Oh. <clears throat> but what kept happening was I would get booked and then... The day of the battle or the week before my opponent would get out. You know what I mean? Like when Arson uh Shug battled DNA and Shine, that was the math and head ice card. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It was a big card. I was booked on that card and my opponent the day of Who were you supposed to battle? Uh Blackbeard. Oh wow. And it was gonna be a rematch because I was gonna battle him on when A Hat came to New York. Okay. It was supposed to be a one rounder and he didn't show up. 
Okay. But he hit me like the day from shout out to Gunpowder Pat. He hit him up and he let me talk to him on the phone. He was like, "Yo, my bad. I'll show up. Whatever, whatever." So we get a three rounder on this big card, and I'm like, "Yo, this is great." I'm, I'm ready to kill shit, and then he did. He said he got called into work, and Black I was like, dude, "Yo, come on, son. your name coming up in a lot of these interviews. <laughs> we gonna have to sit down." Man. Hey, shout out to him. I don't know what he's doing. Yeah, you know yeah, shout out like, to him. Um, you know he run Coliseum. So yeah, yeah, been, yeah. You know, doing that, but um, his, his name definitely came up in a few yeah, <laughs> interviews. Yeah. Like that was just surprising as hell. Um, but um, what? How, so what? What was the plan after that? Like, did they say they would get you another look? Or? So they kept booking me. As mm-hmm. much as they could, right? But also, U-Dub, the consistency of events was Started going down, going down right? at one point. So, like, so like the biggest card that I got to rap on was when we went to North Carolina and uh, Arson Shook battled Bridge and T-Top, T-top. right? Okay. So that was great because that was my first, like, I was on a stage. Like, it was that uh, until was that I went your to first time, uh, Was that your first time traveling? Yeah. That was okay. my first time traveling. How, yeah. how was that experience for the first time, like, getting on the road? And- it, it was just, you know what was wild? Just when, uh, like, El Wisdom gave me 40 for, for uh, gas, just that felt like a lot. I was like, yo, I'm getting paid to rap, bro. <laughs> like, that shit is crazy. You know yeah. what I mean? But, uh, yeah, it was wild. That was crazy. Um, and that's when I've, like, a lot of people have trouble going in people's backyards and battling. Okay. But I feel like... I don't feel like I have now. I battles like my home, you know. What yeah. I mean? But like before, I never felt like I had a home because I always felt the doubt when I got on stage. I knew I was already fighting an uphill battle. You know. Who did you battle when you went out there? Uh, this dude named True Ko. I don't know if you know. Nah, I'm not familiar. Yeah. Um, he had a mixtape with Briz and T Top. I guess they came up together or something. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah, I walked on him. <laughs> I okay. went crazy. But okay. uh, but yeah, so uh. That was like the biggest one I got, but then, like I said, U Dub's consistency of events went down to where they would do like one big card, like Pat Stay and DNA, Rock and Sharon. <clears throat> yeah, you know what I mean. But then they wouldn't really have other cards like that. So then I went to I got bars and I I did like uh, a one rounder there, mm-hmm. like two or three battles, two or three one rounders, and then um, and then Trap hit me. Yeah. For yeah. Uh, pressure. I- Oh yeah, that was the first one. So like this, th- that's when like, so 2015 is when I joined the tournament, right? Okay. So 16 and 17 was when it was just I was doing like one or two battles a year. So um, who from the trap hit you? Was it uh Peso? I think it was Peso. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And okay. then uh, so that 2018 was when I was like, yo, I gotta start doing something with this rap shit, right? Okay. I gotta like, I can't just do random battles or whatever. So that's when uh, I put out a project on all streaming platforms. It's called Rebel with a Cause. Check it out. Okay. And that was the first half of the year I worked on that. And the second half, I battled Pressure on the Trap. Mm-hmm. And then I battled Dre Dennis on U-Dub. And then I battled uh, Funeral Fame. And then the Fame battle is when uh, I figured, like, yo, I should do this shit more. Because, like, so... So pressure and Dre Dennis, I was still wiping the rust off, but I still did great. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. But the fame battle is where I was like having fun with it. And when I showed up, everybody there knew who I was. I was talking to Nice and he was like, uh, yo, everybody in Jersey knows who you are. Okay. And I thought about it and I was like, at that time I hadn't met uh like Twerk or Sirius Jones yet. But everybody else 
they knew me. I went to Double Impact too with Arson Shug. Mm-hmm. Got to stand behind them or whatever. But like people, in ju- they knew me, and that was just from the little battles that I was doing. And so let was, me ask you this: um, How often did you, you know, you battle? But how often did you actually go to battle events? I I didn't really go to any events unless I was a part of them. Okay. Because okay. I had a bad taste in my mouth from like getting people backing out and shit. You know what oh, I'm saying? Oh, okay. But um. <clears throat> Uh, but not only that, I just I just didn't. I loved battle rap. I still watched everything. Yeah. You know what I mean, but like I just didn't go anywhere until that Double Impact too. Okay. You know what I mean, and by then like I uh me and Math had talked over Twitter a couple of times. He's a real one. He just checked. He just checked out my battle. You know what I mean? Like, okay. I tweeted him when my first battle dropped, and he was like giving advice and shit like that. Yeah. And then it was dope to me that like he. Like, for 30 minutes after he just killed that shit, that was when he had the Chris and Bias rebuttal. Oh, you yeah. I mean? Him and Core vs. Nitty and uh, Ill Will. And then he, for 30 minutes, just giving game. You know what I mean? Okay. And then going upstairs, and then Briz is there, and he's like, yo, what's up? And he recognized me. You know what I mean? Arson Shug saying, yo, what up? Like, like mm-hmm. I was like, yo, okay. I should do this more. Right? Now that you so, see that the, the, yeah. the right people know who you are. Yeah, and I was like, this is from the little bit of... Like, me not trying, like, I would write, so the one-rounders, I would, like, write them the week of, you know what I mean? Wow. And then, like, just, I found out in my second battle, I could, like, switch my material around. So, like, if I had an angle in the third, I could move it to the second if he, like, said something about it. I felt, I could do all of that because my, my memorization is really good. Okay. But, um, so, when I was doing that, I, one-rounders, I would just... I wasn't trying as much as I should, right? Yeah. So uh, after the fame battle where I had a lot of fun and I was like, yo, 2019, I go in. I, I got to battle a little more consistently and uh, it just happened that Lex hit me up after that. Yeah. Lex Luther, shout out I remember, to um, Lex. I remember Lex had just hit me out the blue one day. He just uh, inboxed me on Facebook. He was like, yo, do you got a line to... Um, Real sick, and I was like, "Yeah, I usually talk to him on a gram, mm-hmm. and I gave him your um your Instagram info, yeah. and um you know like like we was discussing off camera, you know a lot of times leagues be on some trying to hoard the battlers type stuff, you know, yeah. especially good talent, yeah. great talent, you know, and um I definitely felt like you had a lot to offer to the game. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, at the time, I couldn't invest in you and get you." you know, the right look that you would need. Mm-hmm. So when Lex hit me, yeah, go ahead, holla yeah. at him because I know the type of person Lex is yeah. and what he's going to do with a person like you who is talented, mm-hmm. you know? And um, so when Lex hit you, like, how, how did that whole thing go? So he had an event coming up um, that was, like, one round. It was crazy because around that time, like, Gate to the Garden hit me up. But then my I was gonna battle somebody and they couldn't do it and then I just wanted a battle mm-hmm. and then Lex hit me and he was like, basically like why aren't you popping yet? <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. And then I was like, yo, I just he was like, yo, you just need to battle consistently. I think he said it on your show too. Yeah. He was like just battle more consistently, not oversaturate yourself. Just yeah. a little more consistently and you'll be out of here. So he was like, we'll give you a one rounder. If you do good, we'll give you a three rounder. If you do good, you'll get a name. Okay. And that's exactly what happened. I had a one rounder uh, with Mr. Hyde. Shout out to him, but I like obliterated him. You know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, and then I had a good three rounder with Sean O'Shawn, okay. and then I got Excel. 
Okay. And then that Excel battle got me the call from Norbs and the call from uh or or the uh DM or whatever from Briggs from Premier in London. So just that one battle did a lot. It made people like go back and see what I was doing. So um let's talk about the Excel battle. Uh yeah. what was your mind frame going into that? Like when you got the name Excel, yeah. like were you already watching Excel battles? Like were you familiar with Yeah, I, I watch I, I watch battle rap like a lot, you know what I mean? Okay. Because, like, I don't watch sports. I don't really watch, like, I watch, like, boxing or something or MMA, but, like, I don't really watch much TV, you know what I mean? Okay. So, battle rap is, like, obviously I got, like, my Netflix shows or whatever. Yeah, but, like, yeah. battle rap, yeah, I, I was interested in it because I was like, yo, I can, when I went to Double Impact 2 and I was on the stage and seeing Briz and them get react, I was up there for three battles. And seeing how you was on it stage? didn't look, yeah, for the oh, last okay. three battles, I was oh, on stage. Okay. Um, I was behind Arson Show. Oh, oh okay, okay. But um, <clears throat> it felt like behind the camera, it looked so grand, you know what I mean? But on stage, I was like, yo, I could do this. Okay. Like, I didn't feel like th this was beyond something that I could do, right? So when it came to the Excel battle, I was like, yo, this is just decline so like i knew xl i knew who he was i knew his pen was crazy and i was when it whenever i'm battling somebody like that a part one of the things i'm thinking about is saying something that they're gonna be like yo that shit was crazy you know okay. what i'm saying so like yeah i just i was like all right this is this is gonna get more looks than like my other battles so let me just show what i do okay so it was a one rounder so i couldn't like explore too many ideas you know what i mean okay i like to do different shit each round and shit like that but it was a one round so i was like i just need to rap with him yeah so uh yeah a lot of x and cell flips and bars and flow and delivery i just showed what i do okay. switching flows up rapping like not only doing punch lines and i it, it was good it was crazy because mike p the day before had f saw like a clip of me in, in my three-round battle with Sean O'Shawn, the, the one that was before the XL one. Mm -hmm. And he was like, yo, this is crazy. And he just hit me up like, yo, you're battling the XL tomorrow, right? And I was like, yeah. He's like, I'm coming through. And he showed up. And then that was like, I knew that, like, when it was done, we felt like it was something special. Because, like, the way that it looked, like, when I saw how it looked on camera, it was nighttime. It, it looked like a random, like, just yeah. an ill-ass battle in the backyard or somewhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it, just, it, it just had that feel to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we were both just rapping. No filler, no none of that. And I knew I knew it was something. And then, like, the that battle is when I started seeing battle rappers that, like... I was familiar with or I looked up to or whatever start following me. Like before then, it was only like math and arsenal in them. But then which which is big, but mm -hmm. then after that, like the Soros and like people from like the West were hitting me up and then Canada and then like, okay. Big K blocks everybody, but he just DM'd me like, yo, good shit, I saw you Excel <laughs> Like shit like that and I was like, yo, this is starting to something's starting to happen. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So Okay, okay. Uh, and you said um, you got hit up uh, to do a battle in London. Yeah. So yeah, how how was how how did that um, whole experience go? So they hit me up in like September, right? Okay. And uh, the battle was in December, right? 
And this was also, I was preparing for Eddie I. That was my battle after Excel. That's a great one, too. Shout out to him. That was on I battle? That was on I battle. Okay. Yeah. And um, they hit me up for that in December and just fly me out, hotel, whatever, whatever. Uh, and I was like, all right, I got two months, whatever. I'm taking my time with it. And then Norbs called me in the middle. And he was like, yo, November 16th or whatever. It was like three weeks before this one. Okay. He was like, I want you on a PG. Damn. And then Lex told me, he was like, Norbs doesn't call people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so this is a big deal. So I was like, yeah, of course. Because we were working on getting a PG in January. Uh, this January that just passed. Yeah. Um, but instead, it happened in November in Atlanta. And they flew me out, whatever. Right? So, like... It was a crazy experience because I'm preparing for two different crowds, the URL crowd and the London crowd. Okay. Two different environments. The URL crowd is a regular small room shit, mm. and the London one is in the steel yard. That's mm. the venue that Pat Stay and Rock battled at. You know okay. what I mean? It's a big stage, biggest audience I'm going to... It's Shoddy Horror's return. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I knew, I knew it was going to be packed out. It's a different country. Yeah. So, like... I can't okay. reference, I'm not going to watch Top Boy and, so I could have references. You know what I mean? Like, I, I hate when people go to countries and try to do the, like. You, this is the thing. When you go to other <laughs> places, you got to pander a little bit. Yeah, but. Like, just to get them on your side and show <laughs> that you in tune with their culture. I, I'm just saying, as an artist. Yeah. If I was to battle out in London, oh, yeah, I'm on my, my Top Boy. I'm listening to all the Stormzy and Giggs albums, like. I was, I, was onto, I was onto the scene. I had been watching them since 2011, too. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, I, I knew the UK scene, and I know the differences in rapping and shit like that. I know I could have more fun, too. Okay. You know what I mean? And I know it's a big stage, so it's really entertainment over bars. Mm -hmm. Bars still matter, but you have to deliver them in an entertaining way. That's Yeah. Good, right? So, and I did have some references, you know what I mean? Like, uh, how The Office, there's two versions. There's the Ricky Gervais one over there. And yeah. the Stephen Carell one mm -hmm. over here. And I basically just said, I got to take the Steve Carell approach and steal the show. Like, oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. Shit like that. Yeah, that's And then uh, I was, like, joking on him because he um, released a diss track and he had, like, a pause-worthy line. <laughs> and I got to joke and they were laughing at everything. You know what I wow, mean? Wow, okay. Like, but that experience was just crazy. Like, the preparation was the part that was crazy for me because, like, the, the URL one, that's what I do. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Bars, punches, all of that shit, that's what I do. Okay. But then okay. going over there, I knew that I could do more shit rapping-wise that I can't really do over here. Like, I, I don't have to end in a punch if I'm rhyming a bunch of syllables, right? Okay. Over here, if... I have, go eight bars without a punchline. People gonna are going to be like, where's yeah. the punch? Where's the punch? <laughs> Regardless, I could be saying some shit. Yeah. But if there's no punch a lot of, or something reaction worthy, a yeah. joke, whatever, people are going to be like, what, where, where's this going? Over there, they appreciate shit like that. Okay. They notice that I'm rhyming every single word that I said. You know what I mean? Shit okay. like that. So I, I, I knew I could do different shit. So it was easy. When, when, to when you got there and you got to like the venue or anything, did people did you feel like people recognized you or did you feel like you was just I, I knew that uh so like what people coming up couple, to you? There was a couple people there with turbans on. There's oh, a big shit. sick population in London. Mm. They're not battle rat fans. 
They okay. just knew I was coming. Wow. It, okay. Granted, it was only four or five people. Okay. Like I look, I I tapped Shotty and I was like, "Yo, see that? The bag's going up." <laughs> I was like, "They came out just to see me. They're not battle rap fans." But yeah, some people recognize the rappers recognize me a lot too. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, Raptor, Unanimous. Shout out to them, Shotty. All of them, like they they knew who I was, but okay. a lot of the crowd didn't, cause again, a lot of them were like Shotty fans, because mm-hmm. it was his return versus John John. So that whole experience was just crazy, cause like the day before. Me, John John, and Oops were sparring. That's crazy to me, right there. Yeah, just that is. Two, two vets, <laughs> and it, it felt like boot camp or something. There was like, yo, uh, the, the rules are like this. If you stumble, you got to start over, whatever, right? And just like wrapping my rounds and seeing them going crazy over it mm-hmm. was crazy. And then also seeing their process. Like, Oops didn't have a third round. It's 4 a.m. and the shit is at noon. But then when the battle came, he looked like he he knew this shit for months. Wow. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was walking around with him. He's in the elevator, and he just starts laughing. I'm like, what? He's like, I just thought of another bar for my third. I was <laughs> like, yo, he's preparing like that? That's crazy. And then, yeah, like, the professionalism or the different ways people prepare, like, I, I got to see that. And then I get to the venue. I was jet-lagged because, like, I had never tra- – that was the longest flight I ever took. Okay. So, like um, – uh, if I like laid down for ten minutes, I would have been out for eight hours. Like that's wow. how tired I was when I got there. Okay. But I got there around the time where like I got to go like go on stage while people were rapping and see like how the reaction felt. Okay. And then I just felt that, and I was like, "Yo, I got this." I went to the VIP, rehearsed my shit real quick. Went on stage and I bodied that shit. You know what I mean? Uh, sh- shout out to the fans over there. They had um. 2019's best international performance they voted it for me by 68% which is crazy because like John John performed there Chilla Jones performed on that you know what I mean and they said out of all the international performances I had the best one so that shit just dropped too Uh, shout out to Premier Okay, (laughs) okay. So uh, let's get into your URL battles because, you know, like you said, norms don't call everybody. Right, right. So um, how how was that phone call and, you know, how you felt like, you know, um, that came about? Um, It was crazy to me because, like like I said, me and Lex were talking like the PG was going to be January. Okay. And um, so Norbs just hitting me earlier like, yo, I want you on this event. Like, I saw your shit. That's crazy. Like, I, w- I want to see it in person or whatever. And then just, like, them helping with the travel and shit, too. Okay. I'm, I'm like, knowing, like, Lex is telling me, he's like, they don't do this for PGs, bro. Like, you should know they see something in you, right? Yeah. So I was like, all right. And then um, I just, I, it, it was just, like I said, it felt like another battle. I think until until, like, in the first round, my first round in there is, like, one of my favorite rounds ever. Cause like who who was the first opponent you had? Uh, Spade. Shout out to Spade. Spade. He, okay. He from uh, uh North, South Carolina. South Carolina. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to him. Shout out to Spade. We had a crazy battle. Um, okay. Everybody was saying it was battle of the night. Okay. Um, but yeah. So in the middle of my first is kind of cause like when you're rapping you're on autopilot. Really. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause like I said, mem- memorization isn't a problem for me. So I'm kind of just the way I rehearsed it and all of that. I'm doing that. But you're also your mind is everywhere else. You're thinking like. All right, did he get that line? Uh, don't forget to look at the camera. Like, don't hit the dude near you. You got to watch your arms, whatever. You're, you're thinking all these random things while you're just autopilot with your verses. And I think um, 
uh, finally, I was landing like every four bars. Okay. And then I got to this uh, one bar to where the reaction after that, it was like a 30, it was like two or three 30 second reactions back to back. And then the third one is when I like realized like, yo, I'm on URL and I'm bodying this shit right now. You know? <laughs> People are going to talk about this. And you could visibly see that there's still a shock factor there. And yeah. I, I want that to go away because I want to be just judged for the MC that I am. But yeah. I know when people first see me, since they've never seen anything, you've never seen a diesel Indian with a turban battling. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, let alone a diesel Indian with a turban. You know what I mean? And on top of that, on top of that, battling. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And yeah. actually, like, shock factor is like star power. Yeah. In the sense where you don't have, if you're just I right, if you got shock factor or star power, it's gonna boost you up. Yeah. But when you got that and you're actually crazy, it's like through the roof, right? Which is dope. And I know it's gonna be here in the beginning, but I wanna get to the point where people stop just looking at it from a shocked perspective and okay. just judge me for that's kinda what happens after the first. You know what I mean? Okay. And, but um but yeah, that experience was crazy. Uh just Norbs telling me that uh, I'm one of his favorites and bodying that shit. And then after that, like, Beasley texted me. Like, okay. This shit, I've been, like I said, I've been watching this forever. So all this shit that's happening is, is crazy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, And didn't you have, did you have a second uh, PG? The second one is March 14th. Okay. Um, okay. But it's going to be my last one. <laughs> like, okay, because I'm I'm gonna go crazy. You know it's, you know uh, who you got yet? Yeah. So they're doing a card in Cali, March 14th. The first all judged URL card. Okay, it's in Cali. Um, KG and Norbs came up with this. Uh, True foes on there. Jay Lopez is on there. It's basically the West versus everybody. Oh, right? okay. So it's mostly Midwest guys on the everybody side, but. There's like two dudes from New York, like Stretch Mills, um, and then me, right? And I'm battling this kid named Next. He spells it NXT. Oh, no, nah, um, I know who he is. Yeah, yeah, he's dope. He's dope. Y'all are going to have battle tonight. Yeah, I think so too. Battle tonight. <laughs> I think so too. Easy. Everybody's saying that, and I, 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 I could see that because I know we're both. Uh, we're both probably the the hungriest on that card. Yeah. You know what I mean? And y'all both are A1 every single time. Yeah, like, y'all yeah, yeah. both have a certain consistency to where, like, I've never watched a battle from either of y'all and felt like y'all was slacking. Yeah, yeah. You know? I so. think, I, yeah, I mean, I think I'm going to show him levels, but I, I think he'll, he'll be really good, too. Okay. I, I know he's had a couple PGs, and I they never got released. So I, I guess this is his, uh, like, redemption or whatever, but he's dope, man. He's real dope. Uh, but yeah, I got to show the difference. <laughs> okay. But yeah, okay. that's that's in L.A. My first time in L.A. That's gonna be crazy. And then uh, after that, I got uh, Norbs announced this, so I'm I'm guessing I could say it. Okay. In Milwaukee, I'm battling Bankhead. Mm. For so that'll be a crazy one too. And I think that one's judged too. That whole card. You but, and Bankhead. That's gonna be fire. Yeah. You say he announced it already, so. Yeah, okay. he already announced it. So okay, it's it's weird because like this next the next battle, which is the next battle, right? Balls are ready. That battle it's labeled a PG, but then my Bankhead battle obviously isn't a PG. It's yeah, both on URL, but I don't. You know. and Bankhead most likely a one off because I I think uh, Bankhead, yeah, yeah. Bankhead. I don't think he's not. A, yeah, he's yeah. not a PG no more. 
But I guess that's the process. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, that battle's gonna be crazy. I know that uh, me and Ace have talked about battling. Mm. Me and Ace, I mean, I think that would be a crazy that, battle. Yeah, that'll be fire. So, I, I, it, the future's looking bright, bro. And okay. then uh, Premier hit me up again. Uh, Shadi was telling me there's a dude out there named Unanimous. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Shadi was telling me he wanted to set me and him up. Mm. So I think that that that'll be a good look for you that's out there. A very good look. Yeah, and I and I got a lot of fans from over there mm -hmm. just from that performance. Yeah, this is why I'm different from these PGs, bro. <laughs> They're not getting flown out for Shadi Horror's return. Talk about to it, battle man. <laughs> in the steel yard on a big step, like yo. A lot of these guys would fold in front of 600 people. You know what okay. I mean? I did. If you watch that battle, I'm very comfortable up there. I'm also. So what, what, what's your current uh, feeling toward you know the PG class that you know you're currently battling? I, I think I'm probably gonna skip it because like I'm I'm probably gonna be in like Trufo J Lopez. I'm I'm gonna probably be in that class. You okay. Because I mean? the PG okay. class I'm in right now is I guess next and Spade and you know what I mean people like that. Um, I'm probably gonna skip it. I I know that I stand out, mm -hmm. and that's very rare with yeah, PGs. Yeah. Not only the way that I look, but the way that I sound too. Mm -hmm. I, you're never gonna hear me say headshot, bow. Like <laughs> I'm never gonna do that. You know what I mean? Like I don't rap. I rap, rap. You know yeah. What I mean? There's yeah. Usually a flow to my shit. There's like, there's that there, I could joke on you. Like what okay. I did with Fame, my whole second round was jokes, but yeah. it was like jokes that lead up to bars. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's kind of like the, it's it's the full package. I could do everything. I could break you down. I could do all of that. I I don't just talk about killing you for three rounds. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. that on top of the fact I really rap, like I stand out. All of that. I think I think um, it's gonna, you know. It's definitely gonna progress. A lot of top tiers like physically called me after my PG drop. Like, yo, that shit was crazy. Okay. Which is ridiculous. Yeah. Like DNA yeah. and Shine hit me up on FaceTime. Wow. Just to say, yo, your PG was crazy. That's, like, crazy. that's wild to me. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like yeah. shit like that. Like Nino Bless, shout out to him. Me and him uh talk oh, all wow. the time now. You know what I mean? He was on that first uh Slaughterhouse record. Yeah. He okay. had arguably him or Crook had one of the Best verses, in my opinion. Okay. Um, but anyway, yeah, he's when a good... When chips are down, like, punch falling off his bike, that was yeah, crazy. That or the... Open, he, he could rap open, for real. Open your chest like a sunken treasure. treasure. In yeah. 08, that was crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so I'm getting... Just from that PG, a lot of people are, like, going back and watching my old shit. Me and Eddie I had a crazy... Every round I put out last year, I can be proud of it. There was a lot of shit before... That I can't even watch now because I was like, what was I thinking, bro? <laughs> like, why, why did I try that? Like, the authentic battle. When I, okay. Granted, when I brought my brother out and we did that whole thing, yeah. and it, it was a haymaker, I was like, yo, the setup was too long. Like, I, <laughs> I'm very critical with shit like that. But okay. Yeah, okay. I think Lex told me, he was like, yo, when you get on, everybody is either going to want to want you to join with them and or they're going to really want to battle you. It's going to be both. So the, that's don't what I'm no getting. The, yeah, I, I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't even want to think about that right now. Have there been any offers? Yeah, but... We don't, don't got to get into tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I'm pretty sure... It, it wasn't like, yo, do you want... it? Like, join us. It was just like, yo, what do you think? You know what I mean? But yeah. Like, but, um, yeah, I think... I, I, I don't even want to think about that until I, I get more experience. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. I think... Yeah. 
obviously my first mind is kind of leaning towards that because it's like, yo, they got connections, they got all of that. But I think after I get a little bit more experience, I can make more of an informed decision, you know what I mean? To where well, I know what I'm doing. Well, right? what I would like, say is being that you're so talented and you, look at how far you've gotten on your own. Right, right. You don't need a group. Yeah. You understand, like, a group is it, it's cool because of the, the resources and stuff like that. But at the same time, when you know your talent can take you further, you, shit, you can be the head of your own right, right. situation. Yeah, you understand yeah. what I'm saying? So, you know, you definitely don't, um, you, you don't want to be looked at as like, oh, uh, real sick from Dot Mob. Real right. sick from the Goonies, like yeah, you yeah. want to be known as your it's own brand. Yeah, yeah, you know. So, yeah, right um, now the only thing I'm focused on right now is just showing that I show up every single time. Yeah, you know I mean? building credit. Like when people ask my hit list, I have the same answer, which is I don't have the luxury of a hit list yet. Okay. Having a hit list is a luxury. You know what I <laughs> mean? Like, yeah. But when you just put in work, show up every single time, you don't got to make a hit list. The fans are going to make it for you. Yeah. They're going to be true. like, yo, sick versus this dude would be crazy. I don't have to do that. You know what I mean? I yeah. just want to, I just wa my end goal is just to be known as one of the best to do this shit. You know okay. what I mean? So I think right now, my the only thing I need to focus on is just stacking bodies, bro. You know what okay. I'm saying? So. Yeah. All right, man. This was a dope interview. Uh, take us out of here. Let the people know where they can reach you, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, Twitter and Instagram at real sick ninety nine. Sick is spelled S I K H for you guys that don't know. Uh, the merch is on my Instagram. Real sick. Shout out to Lions Gear. We did a collab with them for the merch. Okay. Um, uh, and yeah, the link is in my Instagram bio. Uh, my battle with Maverick in the UK just dropped. And go check that out. My battle with Spade, my first URL. Check that out. And then the next battle is March 14th in LA. Me versus Next. All judged card. Uh, the judging is like on a boxing scale. Like you got to give a 10-9, 10-8, whatever each round. Okay. And then whoever has the most score wins. You know what I mean? And they're going to have three judges that aren't just from the West. You know what I mean? Just like media people, whatever. So, uh, yeah, that's the next one. Bankhead, I'ma just keep going up, bro. I'ma just keep going up. So uh shout out to Lex and everybody at iBattle. You know what I mean? Shout out to URL, Premiere, all of them. And more music is coming too. Check out my uh other project, Rebel with a Cause. It's on all streaming platforms. Okay. So yeah. Well, that was real sick on the No Mercy TV podcast. Make sure y'all tune in. No Mercy, Trap New York shit, no mercytv.com. This was the No Mercy TV podcast and signing out. I'll see y'all soon. Peace.